Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is a Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 58. You got this. You got this. You got this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, one of the worst tennis players in the world, Pat Flynn. True story. I, I either hit the net or I go over the fence in the back. It's uh, it's it's not pretty. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening in on session 58 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. My name is Pat Flynn, and I'm here to bring you as much info and inspiration as possible to help you get your online business or blog going or up to the next level. I actually just got back from Nashville, Tennessee, and, and I have to say the trip was awesome. I mean, I had such a blast at Michael Hyatt's platform conference, the first one ever actually, and I was privileged and honored to speak at the event, and I was the last speaker, which was pretty cool, but I sat in on some amazing presentations as well by Michael Hyatt, Ken Davis, Stu McLaren from Wishlist Member, Carrie Wilkerson from Barefoot Executive, uh, Jeff Goins, my buddy Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answer Man, John Saddington, who I got to know really well this past week. It was just so cool, and and I know Michael Hyatt listens to this podcast, so Michael, if you're listening right now, thank you so much for inviting me to your awesome event. It was amazing. I hope I, hope I can go back again, uh, and hopefully I can share my presentation or bits and pieces of it with uh, all of you listeners later in the future. On Tuesday night, the, the night before the event finished, then you know, right before my presentation, Cliff Ravenscraft and I held a meetup, actually, at a awesome cafe called Fido in Nashville. If you're ever in the area, if you're ever in the Nashville area, hit up Fido, F-I-D-O. Seriously, the food, the the coffee, the service, it was it was amazing. Tell them Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income sent you. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if that'll do anything, but whatever. Anyway, on Tuesday night, Cliff and I had about 50 people over in a room in the back of the cafe to just chat and meet and network, and, and it was awesome. Everybody who was there was amazing. Few people I want to call out. Pia, thank you so much for driving. I, I think you said four hours with your baby and your dad came along too, which was great. Just just to see me, which was so cool of you. And you deserve much more than a shout out on the podcast. But I, I hope this helps repay you even just a little bit. And I also want to give a shout out to Seth and Sean, two amazing, brilliant kids. Yes, kids both under the age of 10 who listened to the podcast, and they were there asking me a ton of fantastic questions. Um, Seth, Sean, if you're listening to this right now, just just know that I wish I started writing books and filming documentaries and doing other cool stuff like what you guys are doing right now when I was your age. Seriously, keep up the great work and give your dad a break every once in a while. <laughs> um, he, he's pretty awesome too, but I think you know that already. See this, people? Kids getting inspired by the SPI podcast. I love it, and this is why I keep my show clean. 
blown away, blown away. Thank you everyone who came out to the meetup in Nashville and I plan to have more meetups like that in the future wherever I may be traveling. Keep an eye out on my Twitter feed at Pat Flynn or on Facebook, facebook.com slash smart, uh, that was weird, facebook.com slash smart passive income for, uh, for those announcements. Now today, we have another success story interview for you. Once again, we're talking about something outside of the make money online blogging and entrepreneurship industry. However, we're in the fitness niche today, and many of you, I'm sure, would easily and quickly put fitness into the same category as internet marketing as far as you know how scammy and aggressive and, and car salesman-y some people and businesses can get, but... The person I'm interviewing today, he and his brother are taking a completely different approach in the fitness industry online, and it's it's working really, really well for them. They, they actually started with a brick-and-mortar business, a 12,000-square-foot gym, and moved their, com- their business completely online, so they don't have that gym anymore. And you'll hear in the interview what they've got going on now and how they're putting a dent into the online fitness industry by doing stuff a little bit differently. So without further ado, let's welcome Anthony Venere to the podcast. Dude, what's up, Anthony? How's it going, Pat? Thanks for having me. Yeah, my, I mean, my pleasure. Seriously, I can't wait to uh, to have you share your story. Now, let's talk about that. Like, What do you do, and, and how did you get there? Well, there's a lot of things that we do. It's my brother and I, Joe. We run online a, a business where we reach as many people as we can in the fitness industry, but we kind of turn, turn it on its head with a uh, hybrid athlete, which is a fitness resource. Uh, everything is technically free. We do a, this pay what you want type of thing where we give away everything for free. And if you want to pay for the products that we offer, you can. And then we run what's called race day domination. It's a niche site that I kind of learned from what you were doing. That's where I got into that category. Mm-hmm. It's uh, for obstacle race training for Tough Mudder, Spartan Race, Warrior Dash. It, it is a 24-week training plan and videos and all that that goes with that program, and that's pays you want as well. And then finally, we own a uh, affiliate franchise-type program called Kettlebell Cardio where we have an accredited instructor certification, and we have facilities running our licensed programming. So you guys are in the fitness industry? Yes. That is a really difficult, I mean, super competitive industry. How did you get into this? Um, long story, I joined the Marines right out of high school. And I was into fitness before I left for the Marines, got into it when I was in there. And at my graduation, my boot camp graduation, I found out my dad had terminal brain cancer. And uh, my 20-year career, I want to be in the Marines forever, kind of got flipped on its head. And I had to work to help out the family. And one thing I was good at was fitness and started as a personal trainer, started my own in-home personal training company, became a fitness director at a YMCA, ran a few other facilities, Opened my own my own uh, twelve thousand square foot uh, training facility. Had that for about a year and a half, and then got the inspiration from you and a few others to reach a lot more and start the online fitness game and licensing and workshops as well. And and that's where we're how we got here where we are today. Well, wow, so you so you and Joe actually came from a brick and mortar business and then got yes. online. Yeah, we Joe was a teacher actually uh, when this whole thing happened when when our family had that problem and we all had to come together. Joe was teaching in North Carolina history. And he did fitness on the side. So he moved home with me, started then home personal training, and then we had the gym. So we had a gym for almost two years. So what was it like having a, a gym? Like what were some of the struggles? I mean, I, I imagine that business was probably pretty good. I mean, a lot of gyms are doing really well. Uh, what, what made you decide really to, to kind of put that aside and start to do stuff online? I guess it's that whole entrepreneurial spirit kind of thing where we were directing Ys and Joe. I was a director at Y and so was Joe at another Y. And there was always we had such great success with our programming, and that's where our, our program Cutable Cardio came from. But there was always someone ahead of you, kind of holding you back. So we decided to get into the fitness industry and open a gym. And when we did, we only ran group exercise classes around our kettlebell training and bodyweight training that all of our programs online are based off of. And we ended up having almost 500 members by the time we closed. Wow, that, that's awesome. Okay, so after you decided to kind of scrap the 12,000 foot brick and mortar business what was the first thing that you created I, you said you had hybrid athlete yeah uh, you have race day domination and kettlebell cardio fitness i want to get into all three of those and of, of course i want to talk about the pay as you go stuff but what was the first one that you created kettlebell cardio actually started right when uh our whole thing happened uh with the fitness facility we started running kettlebell cardio and 
that turned into the certification and the uh, affiliate. Similar to most people know of a program called CrossFit. Mm-hmm. We do the same type of thing, but ours is more of like an on-ramp where anyone could do it. It's real simple, effective. It's based on one piece of equipment, and that was our foot into the door was kettlebell cardio. And we um, now have 15 locations running that right now and certified oh, wow. a few hundred instructors. Wow, that's really cool. Was that always a plan to kind of create that certification and kind of branch out from there, or did it just start as a, like a blog or you know stuff that I normally do? Well, that just started as we were running it in our facility, and someone else wanted to do it, and someone else wanted to do it. So then we kind of got from there. That wasn't more. That was more of the, I guess, business to business thing. It wasn't online. Mm-hmm. Hybrid athlete uh, website is is the one that I started after running into stuff that you put up and then some stuff that I saw through a few other people online. And that's the blog where we kind of just grew from, um, from blogging where Joe writes, Joe's the writer. Okay. Let's talk, let's talk about hybrid athlete. Like how did that, um, when, when did that start? That started probably, Oh, that started April of uh, 2012. That's right. When we closed the facility, we started the hybrid athlete website. Wow. So that's, that's fairly recent. Yeah. Um, we're coming on 10 months right now. And, um, killing it for what we've been doing i mean seeing how other people have done and how long it's take how long it used to take them we're really excited and we kind of chalk it up to the pay what you want everything's free kind of be two normal guys trying mm. to help everyone out mm. okay so d- define killing it you said you said you guys are killing it with hybrid athlete I'm, I'm interested in knowing exactly what that means to you well we for giving everything away for free uh we have reached a point where um, we are coming on six figures for the year and it's been about 10 months and that's uh, profit revenue is above six figures and, um, we sell fitness equipment too. So we do a lot of things through hybrid athlete. That's not just blogging, mm-hmm. but it's all comes into the selling the fitness equipment, giving away the products and selling the products and licensing our name and Joe writing for a lot of other people. Right. Okay. So, so I'm a brand new person. I somehow stumble upon your site. Actually, first, where's where's all this traffic coming from to to hybrid athlete? Um. Uh. Actually, when I first found out who what's more passive income was, it was searching through how to do uh, SEO. So I, a lot of it's through SEO. Most of our traffic is SEO and then Facebook. We actually don't have email marketing at all. You can't subscribe to anything. We don't have an RSS feed. Everything is through Facebook, and we have a great. Uh, uh, social media director who was our intern for the longest time and was a good friend of mine that gets our word out through Facebook. And when you find the blog, everyone comes there either through Facebook, um, Twitter, or SEO. Wow, that's interesting. What, what was your SEO strategy? Like, was it based off of the backlinking strategies that, that works? Or, you know, what, what was kind of the strategy there? Our strategy was the backlinking as much as we can. I mean, every single source we could write for, uh, really in-depth uh, social bookmarking, thing, things like that. And we went and paid three different companies. I can't remember the name, but different little companies that would do social bookmarking and things like that. Mm-hmm. Backlinking has been a huge strategy for us. And then very specific um, keyword dense posts at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from there, uh, then once we got to a point and we were doing well, the whole update to Google kind of hit. And then we hired someone to help us out, a contractor. Okay, so, you, so did you guys get hit by Google? Yeah, really bad. When, when I guess it was Penguin that came out. Yeah, it was either yeah. Penguin or Panda. I mean, that hit a lot of people really hard. How did you recover from that? You, um, you, you just hired someone. Did, do you know exactly what they did? Uh, I have no idea what they did. Um, we <laughs> they're, they uh, someone that just we found online searching, um, and she we pay her a small monthly fee for what she does. It's amazing. It's not much at all. And she I guess works her her Google magic. We like to say because. When Penguin, I think it was Penguin when it came, it really, both race and hybrid destroyed us. Um, no money was coming in. We were, we were top three, four keywords for our uh, top three, four places for keywords. And when that came, we were 12, 15, 20. No one could find us. Traffic was terrible. Wow. We were, it was like a devastation. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we can afterwards, or maybe I'll, I'll, try and look at your site and dissect it and see kind of what maybe your SEO person is doing. Or maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they won't just give that information away. But it'll, I'll try and see if I can share the information with the SPI community as far as, you know, how you got back. Because I know a lot of people did get hit hard by that. Yeah. And a lot of people are interested in, on how to get how to get that back. And 
Um, so so I'll, I'll do some research and, and see if I can share that in, in the show notes. Yeah, I can um, send you the updates that she gives us on what she does. It's, it's well beyond my understanding, but I, I bet you could decipher it. Okay, sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think everybody would appreciate that. And, and of course, I'm going to just try and uh, present that as, as easy um, as possible to, to the audience. Okay, so hybrid athlete, I want to talk about the, 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 the free but kind of pay whatever you feel. Like what made you guys decide to do that? Well, what we were doing uh, when we first came online, everything on the online fitness industry is pretty much a scam. There's always the fat loss, fat burn, all these things, and they're all long sales copy pages mm-hmm. or blogs that are nothing but links to other people's affiliate links to a product on ClickBank. Right. So we did that for a while and it worked, but it just felt terrible because the more you worked on sales copy and wording and all you were doing was tricking and convincing someone to buy your product. So Joe found his most, his most his favorite website was Philosopher Notes. I don't know if you know that website. I do, actually. That's where you can uh, sort of get summaries of, of books uh, and, you know, you could download PDFs, which are just like sort of cliff notes for really uh, inspirational books and, and self-development type of books. Is that, am I correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. Joe is, all, is really into that. And so he would always be on that site and he has a pick, what, he has a pick your price model as well. So... Uh, you can pay five dollars for the for the update or the sum summary, or you can pay up to a hundred, which is what he recommends. And that's where we kind of found that model. But then we took it a step further. Instead of having them pay any price, it's free if you want to, or you can pay if you want to. Wow. Okay. So I, I come to your site. Uh, is this at hybridathlete.com? It's thehybridathlete.com. Yes. Okay. So thehybridathlete.com. What do I see when I get there, and when am I given the option to pay for something? Right when you get to the site, uh, there's four big buttons. We really follow the simple rule. Simplifying fitness is our whole thing. So there's a button that says start here. Kind of explains our backstory and, and the whole pay what you want method. There's a pay what you want button that links to the products. And then there's exercise videos where we have about 170 now exercise demonstration and workout videos. And then the blog, obviously. But the pay what you want, you click it. And it's, it's like a, a very simple store. But in the store, there's six-week bodyweight training program, a guide to healthy eating, um, six-week kettlebell training program, 12-week obstacle race training program, a kettlebell how-to manual. They're all very well done, designed uh, eBooks. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the site right now, and it's a very minimalistic sort of theme, and it's really simple. I really love the homepage. Like you said, it's just really clear. This is what, these are your options. These are only things you should do. I think uh, I, I, I've, you know, I've, obviously done fitness and I've done research online on different fitness companies and things like that. And it, this is totally opposite of what I'm, what I normally <laughs> see, you know, the, the long sales pages or the tons of options and things to click on. I mean, this is very simple and I, I really like the sort of motif and kind of theme that you have going here and, and the, and the pay what you want stuff. Like to me, it just looks like, like uh, there's going to be, f- you know, people who download stuff for free. Right. Yes, and then yes. there's going to be the other extreme where I think if, of course, the content is is well worth it, they're going to pay you quite a bit. I mean, what where are you? Let's say a hundred people bought stuff from Hybrid Athlete uh, or pay, or did the pay what you want thing. Some free, some a lot. Like, tell us what the spectrum is like. How, how many people get stuff for free versus you know five dollars versus you know I don't know if anyone gives you like a thousand dollars. Like, w- w- what's that like for you guys? Uh, I'd say. Probably sixty percent of the people take stuff for free, uh-huh. but that's okay because the other forty are paying the most, which is twenty dollars. So a lot of people, most people, pay the twenty dollars or they take it for free. Okay, so the twenty dollars um, is, is sort of the recommended uh, maximum price. It well, the way we uh, word it is, uh, I'll just take it. I like you guys. You rock for five dollars, or I'm all in. Thanks a lot for twenty. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm on the. I just clicked a, a button to purchase something. Sorry if that screws up your analytics a little bit, but oh, you're good. No, uh, it says uh, six week body weight training plan. That's right. You pay what you want, take it for free, or if you like what we offer, drop us a few bucks. It says pay what you want, and there's three buttons here. The default one is I like what I see and want to support. Add five bucks. Uh, I can click on. I'll just take it. That changes the total to zero, and I can click on. I'm all in. You guys rock. Add twenty bucks. And 
That is really that is really interesting. And and so you're saying sixty <laughs> percent of the people take it for free. Now, Probably more than that, I'd say honestly. Is, is there a way for people who get it for free to then later pay you? That's what happens. I was going to say that next is they take it for free and they use the videos. The programs go with the videos inside the ebooks. I can send you one later if you want to share with the community for free. We have a lot of extra ones that we don't sell or give away right now. But um, mm-hmm. in the ebook at the very beginning, it explains how we do everything, what to do, and where to find our resources. And they're on the site every day under videos. You can see the tab at the top. So they're on the site every day. See Joe or myself in the videos. So eventually they'll come back and either buy the same program and give us five to twenty dollars, or they'll just go and contact us and say, "Hey, can I give you money?" Pretty much. Do you think you guys are leaving money on the table by by doing it this way, or do you think it's better? Um, honestly, we have this debate every other day, but <laughs> I think we are really not leaving money on the table because our community is growing so fast and they are so passionate about what we do because it, it's like you said it's such an extreme like we even pledge like there's no ads on our site there never will be we don't have any uh the big thing in fitness or mommy blogging is like product placement uh in the post we don't do any of that nothing but our products and they're all free so people go crazy and we just launched um selling fitness equipment and we keep adding more when that happens as soon as we launch something, sell a few hundred of that, do something else, a few hundred of that, and people are always adding money to that. So on the short-term scale, we definitely left money on the table. But long-term, uh, who, who is there to compete against, honestly, in the, fitness, in the fitness industry doing what we're doing right now online? And I'd like to say no one. So it kind of opens us up to be like the, uh, I guess, underdog to come up to the top. Yeah, no, this is great. I, I really commend you guys for, for you know, taking the chance with this strategy and using an example like Philosopher Notes as, a, as a, kind of a path to, to go down. And, and I, I think this is, re- this is really cool. It sort of feels like, you know, I, I sort of uh, feel like this is a great model for me if I were to sell something. You know, what if I were to give stuff away for free and then ask for, you know, do pay what you want? I mean, people have offered me, money. this is like crazy. People were like, Pat, I don't care what you come out with. I'm just going to pay you. Well, oh, that's I don't, me. I don't care what it is, right? And uh, <laughs> um, you're crazy, but uh, you know, th- I think that's because we're similar in the way that we have just given away so much stuff for free, and are just completely honest and upfront about our business models and what we do. That we have just a passionate group and community and audience behind us who's just willing to give back for everything that we've given. Oh, that's like with you. Honestly, it comes kind of stems too from you and your affiliate links where you say, if you are going to buy something, please go to an affiliate link. That's it. You're not asking them. You're not hiding affiliate links. You announce them. But how many people, obviously from your income reports we all see, go in and want to do that because they want to repay you because of what? how else could I have found to do SEO or found all the information I have or listen to all the podcasts that I have? Nowhere. So if in the world where it's like Joe and I said, if you go to Starbucks in the uh, barista gives you a cup of coffee for free. What are you going to do? You tip them. Exactly. Yeah. So that, no, that's kind of how we feel online. You're, you're online tipping us because we're, we're giving you free coffee. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I mean, that sort of reminds me of the story. I went to Chipotle one day and you know, what? Ch- Chipotle, um, which is actually pretty good, uh, as far as fast food is concerned, um, oh, yeah. you know, for fitness and stuff and the, bar- <laughs> the, bar- the barbacoa burritos are awesome. Um, but you go and order, and then you go down the line, and you tell them what you want in your burrito or whatever in your tacos. And at the end, that's when you pay for it. And unfortunately, this one time I went, I totally forgot my wallet. But I didn't know until I got to the end, and my burrito was made. And I was like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Like, I, I can run home and get it right now. And the woman at the counter was like, no, just take it free. And I was like, really? And then I was like, she, she was like, yeah, just, you know, next time, uh, just, you know, whatever yeah just take it free and i was like wow that is so cool and then i swear that entire week i went back every single day <laughs> and i bought i you know i just was like wow that was so awesome i'm gonna go back to chipotle every day and i'm gonna make sure i bring my wallet and then also tip and i did that and so every day i would tip and sometimes i would see the same girl and be like you know thank you so much she'd be like oh it's okay but yeah i mean there's just something psychological that goes on when you give stuff away for free this is what my presentation was about at new media expo in january this year it was just yeah. you know the more you give stuff away that the more comes back to you now do you feel like that this model is sort of where things are trending or do you think that this is a special case because you guys are in an industry where everything's really aggressive and um, typically in your face can anyone do this in any industry or do would you recommend that they do this 
Um, I would say it's we are lucky because we're in an industry where it's such a it's honestly such a scam, both in the facility and on online that we can do this and stand out. There are some some um, different uh, categories where most stuff is free anyways, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to to say, hey, we're giving it away for free when everyone else is as well. But I kind of figure with the whole. I know you're a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, where his his the bullcrap meter that everybody has nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they know you're selling them something. They know you're lying. They know what you're doing. Like for me, I'm really into online business. So I go and listen to as many people and I've had coaching calls where people have told me to sign up for their coaching masterclass for $10,000. Yeah, that that's I'm like, <laughs> it's happened. I don't want to say the names. Like they're really famous, important people who claim to make all this money. But instantly I'm like, you're, there's nothing, nothing that you are going to do is, is going to get me there. So but if he would have said, I'll help you out, I'll talk to you and really help me out and got me along the way, I probably would eventually been like, can I pay you lots of money to help me out? You're, you, you've been such a great resource for me. Let me help you out. But when he said that, I was like, I will never look at you the same again. $10,000. Yeah, the, the, so, it's I'm, crazy the parallels actually between the fitness industry and, and internet marketing. Oh, man. You know, I mean, th- I think you're setting a great example here for other people in the fitness industry. So you know, I'm trying to do the same thing in internet marketing. Um, so yeah, I really commend you what you're in, in what you're doing here, and and you know I want to maybe come back and, and interview you in the future just to kind of see where things are going because obviously you guys have a lot going on. And so let's talk about the the one of your other niche sites, uh, race day domination. I think yes. that I think just as far as a niche, I think that's a really smart thing because I've just noticed. I, I don't know what it is, but maybe maybe just because of the age I'm at, and because a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I'm like my metabolism's uh, catching up with me. I gotta <laughs> start running again, um, because all my friends are starting to run races now. They're starting to run the the Spartan race, the the Tough Mudder, and all yep. you know the the mud runs and the fun runs and stuff. So I think it's really cool that you have developed a training course for this. Like, where did that idea come from? Um, we had the gym, and, and everyone was going to run a Spartan race and a Tough Mudder, and. Uh, we had a crowd of everybody. It's that you work in an office, you come home, what are you going to do? You work out and you run races. So uh, we looked online and there was nothing, nothing at all really. And, and everyone was wanting to do this. And it's it's the new couch to 5K or I want to run a marathon to get in shape. It's they want to run an obstacle race. So we put together what we would train in a person normally, scaled it back to kind of fit everybody. And our, our plan is three phases, 24 weeks. Like it goes from using a body weight using your body weight uh, all the way up to if going into a gym using a barbell if you want to. And we just said, how many people want to do this? How many people do you think we can reach? Uh, let's put it together and we put it up. And originally we were selling on a, a Weebly website with um, PayPal links. <laughs> nice. And now we've kind of up, up, kept upgrading every time we started selling it and people started responding well to it. And uh, it's been exploding. I mean, we're in 15 countries last time I checked. I mean, we sell more in Australia and uh, UK than we do in the United States. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, when you set up the site, was it instantly successful, or what? What do you think um, made it successful eventually? The, the the same thing as everything that we do is kind of based off of my brother Joe. Uh, I am not a writer. I actually am extremely dyslexic, and I have a lot of learning disabilities. So Joe is probably the, the best writer I've ever seen. So he writes very well, and he contacts places like Active.com or Spartan Race. He's written for the Spartan Race blog and different places where they he talks to them, mm-hmm. and he writes for them, and people find him through that. That's where a lot of our initial success came from. Joe, Joe is on every website that you could possibly think of in the fitness industry that would let someone write for them. From 10 followers to 10,000, 10, 10, Joe's written for them. So wow. that's where it originally came from. And then we um, once we upgraded the site, and we kept our same great customer service and really helping everyone out. Uh, SEO kicked in. And it was amazing. So, so he, so in in a sense, he's he's doing guest posts just for really large sites and getting backlinks back to your site and traffic. And honestly, small sites as well. I mean, he's on sites that have fifty Facebook fans, and he's on sites that have seven hundred thousand. So he writes for anyone and everyone that will let him write for them. So he's he's everywhere. Everywhere. It's very time consuming on his part. We we like to say we morph together to form one superhuman where he does all them that stuff and I do all the back end stuff. So um he he it's amazing. I mean he writes for everybody and, and that's honestly where almost all of our success no one knows who I am. Everybody knows who Joe is because he's in the videos and he writes all the blog posts and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. If so if we were to look up Joe's name in Google, we'd probably find him. What what's what's his uh, last name, if you don't mind? Venere, V E N N A R E. And yeah, you'll find 
posts on I couldn't even elite daily active.com I'm thinking of some of the more recent ones um fit day I can't even <laughs> so many of them yeah I mean I've I, I know some people in the internet marketing industry who've just gone buck wild with guest posting and it still is a very viable strategy um, obviously it's working for you guys in the fitness industry which is super competitive which I think is really yeah. cool but Joe is obviously a really good writer, and I think that's that's what it takes in an extremely competitive niche like this. But if you're not in the fitness industry or internet marketing industry or in a, in a super competitive industry, I just think I, I really do think guest posting and going back to sort of old school methods for building backlinks and getting in front of other people um, is is a top. It should be a top strategy in your arsenal for backlinking and also just for for building traffic to your site and building a relationship with people. Yeah, you can't. I mean, honestly, most of us in all a lot of your followers and, and me, Joe, and, and all of our friends as well, we can't afford to pay for AdWords or we can't afford to advertise. So how do you reach these people? You get in front of them where they want to be, and it's either Facebook, Twitter, helping people out, just emailing one on one with people, or you can post on blogs if they let you that people are at. I mean, that's the only way we thought we sat down and said, How are we gonna do this? And that's that was our original plan, those four things. That's the only way we could afford to do this. Yeah, that, that's a great bootstrapping sort of method uh, to, to get things started. Now, tell us about your uh, your Facebook uh, strategy. You said Facebook and, and using social media was big for you guys. How How is that integrated to what you guys do? Exactly? Um, Facebook is pretty much our entire lifeline. We, like I said, we don't have an email marketing. You can't subscribe to our blog. We did it on purpose. Um, so all you can do is follow us on Facebook. And what we do is... Between Twitter and Facebook, uh, we have a girl named Alec McCorney who was a friend of mine in high school. She had a, We have a lot of interns that intern for us, so she was one of our interns. And then she uh, was amazing at it, so we brought her on. And she interacts so much, and we follow Gary Vaynerchuk's kind of don't push, just talk and interact. Mm. And so she just is always talking, interacting, and commenting on posts. And everything that we would usually do through email marketing, like update on a post, update on a blog update on a product we just put it on facebook and twitter and joe has a personal twitter ali does the hybrid athlete does the kettlebell cardio does and she's managing all these accounts and between all of them with her always being there to answer questions interact uh and post information then um we just have a great following but we also do the paid and promoted posts as well to okay. reach our full audience okay are you okay yeah i was gonna say because on facebook at least and even on twitter you, you're never gonna reach uh, everybody who's following you because on Twitter, you know, not everyone's on at the times that you're posting and Facebook, yeah. you know, they have the edge rank algorithm. And so, so you're actually paying for sponsored ads and things like that. Now, are you set? Are you, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say just, sorry. She, we pay like for the important ones. And one thing that she does is we do what's called like a, we call it do work Wednesday. Every Wednesday we put out an infographic workout and everybody loves them. But what we do is Joe's written for so many other blogs that, Every blog that he knows and a lot of the people he's friends with online all post our Do Work Wednesdays because they're a free infographic workout for their crowd. We're not selling anything. So they say, hey, everyone gets a free workout. So, I mean, those posts have hundreds of shares and, and all these blogs and, and different places are posting them as well. So that kind of grows our audience too. Cool. Where, where would we go to check out the Facebook page? It's um, facebook.com slash hybridathlete. Okay. And you don't do any, do you do any direct selling on social media? Uh, no. So it's all basically relationship building. Exactly. It's posting our, 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 our posts and workouts and videos and all the new stuff and all the new free content. And then um, we do a lot of giveaways, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is, is exciting. Like we do a kettlebell giveaway every month. We do we have partnerships with a lot of big equipment companies. So we give different equipment pieces of equipment at TRX or at Sandbell or different things away as well. How do you establish those relationships with those, com those kinds of companies? Um, I don't know. Just, it's, just, just Joe, because he know you know, because he's the kind of writer, and he. <laughs> the exactly, I'm the one who finds the partnerships and does all the back end stuff, and it's Joe calls me the jack of no trades. I kind of figure out how to do <laughs> stuff. I don't really know how to do anything exceptionally well, but I'll figure <laughs> out how to get the kettlebell contracts and the different things we do, and the friends and the partnerships, and get him to write for different places, things like that. So just honestly being honest and saying we have an audience, uh, we want to do a giveaway. And sometimes, honestly, we'll pay for it. We'll out-of-pocket expense pay for the giveaway. But we tell people that, hey, we're paying for this giveaway, so please share it. We want to reach a large audience. We want to 
do the giveaway and, and it works in our benefit. Right, right. How, how many people are on your Facebook page? I think we're at to probably 6,000 or 7,000 right now. Six, 7,000. So it just sounds like a really engaged uh, community and you're reaching more than that because you're running these giveaways and, and you know, you're getting yeah. tons of shares and stuff. So that, that that's really cool. Yeah, every obstacle race out there or almost all of them we've contacted to get and we provide them with do work Wednesdays and different workouts and all the mommy bloggers and different people out there as well. So as many people as we can, we're on their Facebook page or their Twitter somewhere with infographic workouts or videos made for them. So on the race day domination, social media and links from other sites are the primary traffic uh, yeah. as opposed to hybrid athlete, which is SEO. Yes. And, and, and race day as well, we've gotten – well, we race day uh, picked up for a while really, really good because, I mean, Tough Mudder training is, is the, it, there's 20, 30,000 searches a month for that. It's really growing. And same with Spartan Race and, and Warrior Dash. So uh, we were doing great. And then the update came and crushed our lives, crushed our souls. And then um, we are starting to get back up there again with the help of uh, one of our SEO consultants. Yeah, again, I'd love to see that information and sort of share kind of the idea about how that's uh, how you're recovering from that. Did you feel you made any mistakes all, along the way that that you want to share so that people who might be starting something similar or starting their own businesses or in their own businesses uh, can can avoid? Yeah, definitely. What we did was we copied all the people that were out there doing it, but they weren't doing what we wanted to be doing. So don't just copy somebody out there. And and it's funny everywhere that you listen. Uh, especially with uh, the industry that you're in, the online marketing and media, everyone says just follow your passion and put it out there. Well, that's not going to work. That's false. We did that for a long time and it didn't get us anywhere. So that's a lie. You really have to put the time and effort into seeing what's happening in the industry and seeing what people are doing and kind of put your spin on how you want to be, be, I guess, sold to. Think of how you feel. Do you, if there's a 7% or 11% open rate on emails – why are you emailing people? Just follow them on, or interact with them on social media or email them personally and think about how you interact and how much you hate getting emails and how much you can't stand ads and you can't stand marketing and you can't stand how these people are talking to you and just act like that to other people. Kind of the, uh, treat others like you want to be treated but online is, is as simple as it can get. Don't follow the just put stuff out there or follow your passion because uh, we did that for a while and we were at the point where can we do this any longer? It's not working. Mm-hmm. Until we got to where we are now with the um, pay what you want and different marketing strategies from where you and other people are at. Yeah, no, that's definitely great advice. I, 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 you know, a lot of people know that I have purposely followed other people's emails lists and other blogs just to purposely do the opposite of what they're <laughs> doing because I didn't like how I was being treated as a, as a subscriber and things like that. So I was just like, you know what, I'm not even going to sell on my email list or I'm not even going to sell anything on my blog right now. And it's been working really well. Again, it's a, it's sort of a niche by niche, case by case basis, and you kind of have to see what's out there, and also think about the expectations of your audience. For instance, I you know I think it's okay to sell on an email list if people who sign up know that you're going to be selling to them. Yeah. The worst is when you just get someone to sign up for something to get something for free, and then they're getting bombarded, you know, with aggressive marketing tactics and really good sales copy. I mean, it's scary. The kinds of people out there who can just write something and persuade you to do uh to 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 pull out your wallet so you don't even know what you're doing i mean they're just so good at what they do yeah um but you know i'm not a copywriter you know speaking of email i'm I'm still curious about why you guys don't have an email list because i think an email list is probably one of the most important assets for any business online yeah primarily for the reason of you know if facebook died then you know those those people would be gone, and and of course I, I know you have you probably have a list of customers uh, and yeah. stuff that you can always contact, which is which is great. Um, but email for me, even though I don't sell anything, I think it's still a huge asset to my business because of the safety net there in case Facebook and other social media things die, and also because I, I can I can reach everybody or you know not everybody because the open rate's not one hundred percent, but it's really high. It's like seventy percent for some emails, and and I think you guys would have an even higher open rate. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Seventy percent. I mean, because I, I must be wrong, but I've heard that like a lot of standards are like eleven percent or twelve percent. Yeah, I mean, the twenty percent max for most industries. But you know, I take good care of my list, and I, I know, I, I just feel like 
what you guys do on Hybrid Athlete and on your other sites, you know, how you're taking care of your audience and just the way you approach stuff, it, you know, like, I feel like email would be a perfect fit for you. And I'm not trying to tell you how to run your business or anything. I'm just, I'm just curious about the thinking and the thought process behind not having an email. Uh, you, you said you did that on purpose. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I open your email, so I might have to take your advice. But um, what we do is the way, the way, like we said, we thought, do I like opening emails? No, I hate getting emails, especially now. In the uh, when you're trying to run an online business, that's all you communicate through. So right. you're getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails a day. Plus, like you said, our audience, when they download or buy something, which is most people on our site, honestly, um, are, we're probably, at, I'd say, around 1,000 people a day on average unique visitors. Okay. And our conversion rates of actually pressing the pay what you want and download buttons are through the roof. I mean, it's amazing because they can take it for free or pay what they want. So we have their emails to contact if, if we want to. We have a huge uh, customer list. And every person that has downloaded or bought anything from us ever gets a personal email from me saying, hey, I appreciate you downloading our product. If you have any questions or concerns, you can, call, you can email me or call me. And so that's an interaction right there. And most of them email me back and we have a good interaction. But we just thought having – it was just so – confusing to set up the email marketing system for me to write it without seeming scammy and and when do we email people when do you do it and we did and then we had like you said we had 20 percent open rates and we didn't know what we were doing wrong and we didn't want to play the what's the title of our email what's this this works better than that this button is red this one's supposed to be gray mm-hmm. so we just said <laughs> forget it if if, if only 20% of our people are opening emails. That means 80% don't want to hear from us. So we'll take that as a community or a, a vote and majority wins. We're done. No, I, I, I think that, you know, I commend you guys for, uh, I, I commend you um, for just being straight with that. And, and I think, you know, every business should approach it as you know, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, to come to think of it, you know, a lot of people who, work nine to five who may be interested in fitness are probably sick of emails because they just get them all day. So yeah, we figure what's everyone doing. They're on Facebook and Twitter. And, and I mean, we do our best to, to put our phone numbers and emails everywhere on the site. So they're contacting us. I mean, if they need something, they can find 18 ways to figure out who we are and find us through every social media and phone number, email outlets out there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're available to our customers. We're just, really don't want to put anything in front of their face unless they want to find it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Now, how many hours a week are you spending on your businesses? <laughs> this is this is the downfall. Uh, this is the problem. I can't get away from it because it, it's I enjoy it. It's the same thing as, as probably what I would assume most of your audience is. They do this because they enjoy it. It's, it's something they want to do. I mean, I wouldn't call it hours and working because I'm probably at Starbucks or another place or uh-huh. out having lunch in between what I'm doing. But I'd say I every every hour that I'm awake, I'm putting some time into the business. But to be safe, I'd say probably 75, 80 hours a week. Wow. So, you, I mean, you guys are hustling for sure. But it sounds like it's not work because you guys are just enjoying everything you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you get to hang out with your brother all day. You get to talk to people that are interested in what you're saying. And um, you get to kind of make friends on a very large scale. Mm-hmm. So it's great. But with the systems that you have set up, you could potentially walk away for a little bit. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Everything is automated. Um, like we sell kettlebells and equipment. We actually don't sell them. We get manufactured costs and we offer that cost to our clients, but the someone in a factory is, is selling those kettlebells to them through um, fulfillment. Everything we do is through downloader fulfillment. So we don't have to do anything for the online business. For the franchise, it takes a little bit more work, but we have some people in place to help us. So we technically, I mean, we went on vacation last year for a solid three weeks and we kind of didn't really work and it, and it, weren't, it went fine. That's cool. So what, what systems it, are you using for, for payments and fulfillment and stuff like that? Um, for payment, we use one shopping cart for the shopping cart system. They're great. Um, mm-hmm. They handle email. Like that's where all our emails are. That's where the download digital products are. Uh, everything's through them. We use... Um, what is the name? Oh, sorry, I can't remember the name of our processor. It's eOnline Data. Okay, actually, it's eOnline Data. They are a payment processor. Uh-huh. And then we use a, I'm sorry, I can't remember the That's credit okay. card processor. We use a credit card processor. Um, they're one of the most popular ones online. Oh, Merchant Online, I think it is. We use them as a payment processor. But if you go to one shopping cart, they kind of set it all up for you. Uh, mine was a phone call, and then we have a shopping cart set up. 
Nice. So if, if I were to buy equipment for, I mean, if I were to buy a digital product, an ebook or something from your site, it would just get sent to me automatically because of what you have set up with one shopping cart, right? Yes. It's available right after download and then it's sent to you as well as an email. Awesome. And if I were to purchase a physical product, like a kettlebell, for example, it would be, is that automated for you as well? Yes. An email is, the product is purchased, we process it. An email is generated, sent to the company. The company sends the go. product out to you. Yep. Okay. So. That's <laughs> cool. So that's typically how it's done if you if you work with these companies. Um, they sort of get a, an automated email that sort of lets them know who made the purchase, where to send it, and um, and then where does the, how do, the money goes to you, and then you send it to them? Well, the way we did it, ours is kind of different. We've ju- we just found a very small company that's doing what we want to be doing, making kettlebells. They're not really selling to anyone else. Uh, they're very small. They're in Ohio or in Pennsylvania. So, yeah, they we charge a price, which is we actually offer the kettlebells for the cost we get them, and you mm-hmm. can add them if you want. <laughs> so we whatever the price it, it costs for us, we take the money, and then they bill us for that. Okay, so, so they bill you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm just trying to understand how it all works because I, I I love the idea of selling physical products, but I don't love the idea of having to physically go out there and ship them. And you know, the the just the idea of a fulfillment type of deal with somebody is is very attractive, I think, and it opens up a lot of doors for a lot of people as far as automation. Yeah, we, we did ship products and it was miserable. <laughs> we had kettlebells all over our house. We didn't have to <laughs> so um, yeah, we found that we're great. It's it's if you contact. The company and you ask them if they drop ship. They, if they drop ship, it's it can be done very easily. You might have to personally send the email or make the phone call. But if you have to spend five minutes on a phone call every night and you're not touching product, whoever your your customers are, it, it's amazing. Still, we originally did that, but now the autoresponders are up. But if anyone drop ships and you want to sell the products, you can say you have a big audience. I want to I, I want to offer a great price to them. And most people will think the the kind of volume aspect, and they'll definitely give you a much lower price and help you out. Love it, dude. Love it. Thank, dude. Thanks for all the information and the inspiration. If you want to leave our audience with maybe one tip or what one piece of advice, um, what 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 would it be before before we take off? The biggest thing is is approach this as uh, the lifestyle design that everyone talks about because. Yeah, you might work for yourself, but you're never going to get away from the computer. So don't pick a category that you think you're going to make the most money in and that's going to be great because it's not. You have to really like what you do and you have to surround yourself with people that you want to be around and then kind of pick a few people and put them in place and have them be who you want to be. Like Pat, you, I like you, I like Gary Vaynerchuk. I look up to you guys and I say, how do they act? How do they treat their customers? How do they treat me? Because I'm a huge fan. That's how. That's who I want to be. So I'm going to act that way and I'm going to follow what they do and i mean everything i've done is between is honestly can some way be chalked up to you or gary vaynerchuk how how i act so i mean you have to find the person out there that you want to be like that inspired you to get online and do what you're doing and just kind of follow them and and act like they do awesome man great piece of advice thank you anthony for your time and the inspiration um again all the links that we talked about are going to be in the show notes on the blog um i'll leave you or i'll say i'll mention the link after the uh, interviews over and dude thank you so much uh if if we wanted to send you a tweet just to say what's up uh what what twitter handle would that be um the easiest one would be at jovenary uh, we both kind of share a twitter account so at jovenary and then it's hyperathlete.com slash uh, face or facebook.com slash hyperathlete sorry okay great facebook.com slash hybrid athlete and then at joe v-e-n-n-a-r-e did i get that right yes sir okay Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll have to chat again in the future and, and get an update from you and Joe. And maybe we can have Joe on next time, too. Well, he'd be a lot more fun than I would, I guess. But I really- <laughs> No, dude. You were good. You were great. <laughs> Thanks, I'm man. I'm a big fan, and I mean, this, is, this is huge for me. I appreciate it, and I hope your audience likes what I had to say. I know they will. Thanks, man. Thanks, Pat. All right. Thanks again to Anthony from thehybridathlete.com, racedaydomination.com, and kettlebellcardio.com. That is a lot of stuff going on there, but great insights, and I just love what he and his brother are doing together. They just seem like a perfectly matched team 
for what they have going on, which is, of course is really important. Now, Anthony emailed me after this interview to let me know. Um, you know, he he said it himself. He hates when people talk about numbers and they're like, "Yeah, he's doing awesome" or "He's killing it," and they don't really share exactly what those numbers mean. And he really wanted to make sure that you understood exactly what was going on in his business. Thank you again, Anthony. So. He said that his business is averaging between $400 and $600 a day. That is from the hybridathlete.com and racedaydomination.com, um, which is ridiculous. I mean, $400 to $600 a day when the business model is just giving stuff away for free. I love that. And that doesn't include the affiliate relationships and all that stuff with Kettlebell Cardio. So well done, Anthony. Uh, Anthony. Thank you so much for the inspiration and all of your wisdom there. Now, if you have a success story like this, that you want to share and you'd like to be featured on the SPI podcast and help inspire others with their online businesses too, please shoot me an email. You can email me at pat at smartpassiveincome.com with the subject line success story in all caps so I can find it. Um, I may not be able to respond to all of the inquiries, but I do keep them handy. And if your business and your success story seem like a perfect fit for the show, I'll contact you when the time is right. And if you don't have a success story, Make one, make one, make a success story happen. I want you to just, in the future, just blow me away with your success story and 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 say, Pat, it was because you told me to make it happen. Here it is. I don't want you to make up a success story. I actually want you to make it happen. I know you can do it. Thanks again for your support, everyone. I'll see you in session 59. And remember, it just takes a few seconds to leave a review of the podcast on iTunes a few seconds, which can really help out the podcast and the brand. That is all I ask of you for now. Thank you so much in advance, and I'll talk to you soon. You rock. Cheers, and all the best. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.